Welcome, friends, to Web of Life Animus Network. And today it is the first Sunday after the first full moon after spring equinox, which is also called Easter. And while it is now known as a Christian holiday, the roots of Easter go way back. And also, Easter Bunny has been known by many of us since childhood. And today I offered a circle about the great rabbit spirit because rabbit and hare, cousins, rabbit and hare have shown up uh, around the world as allies, tricksters, and power-filled beings. There's also a drum journey waiting for you, so sit back, relax, learn a little bit about rabbit, and then listen for a rabbit message. Welcome everyone to this circle uh, around rabbit, rabbit and hare. Um, they're like cousins, right? So today is the day that uh, in the Christian tradition is called Easter. And we it, what it is is the first Sunday after the first full moon after spring equinox. That's when Easter Sunday is. So, of course, we all know as animists and earth honoring people that Easter is an overlay over um, ancient traditions, earth honoring traditions. Uh, it's based, you know, obviously with the uh, relation to the equinox. And so, just a little bit about my relationship with this day, I did not grow up with any religion. My mother grew up Catholic, and then when she, I'm the firstborn, and uh, with us kids, there was no religion. She just didn't bring it to us, which when I was younger, I I was felt a little bit of a loss about it, but, but uh, now I see it as having a blank slate, um, not having to undo anything. But what this day was. It was all about the pagan aspects of it. And my mother was not overtly pagan or uh, earth honoring at the time. Um, but what our Sunday that others called Easter, and I guess we did too, but what it was, was it about, it was about eggs as in Easter eggs, Easter egg hunts and, um, rabbit, the Easter bunny. And so the Easter Bunny every every year would bring a little basket of goodies. And to me, that was Easter. So uh, maybe for the last 10 years or so, how I have wanted to honor this day with other people is I have created a circle and it has had different permutations around the rabbit spirit. And um, and looking at different ways that different cultures throughout time have looked at rabbit and will include hair. Okay, so hair is obviously the bigger being with the long ears and the big back legs. 
um, jackrabbit, sometimes it's called. And then uh, rabbit, which we might call a bunny rabbit, a cottontail, um, you know, the Peter rabbit, the, the smaller rabbit. Uh, but today, let's just honor both beings, and because they do often interchange in how they're talked about. Uh, even though I will say that that a um, a hare is rather fierce and a great kicker, and um, and is different than than a rabbit. For but for our purposes, uh, we'll honor them equally. So I compiled some information and first we'll see we'll see if uh there's a there's an audio that that Jacob who's our labyrinth maker created for a ceremony that Elizabeth myself and Jacob did last night last year uh honoring the hair goddess and so let's see if this plays just a couple about three minutes and then i'll start sharing some information about different cultural ideas around rabbit so this is a thing to listen to we live in a sacred and mystical land we share creation sacred and mystical beings one creature, the hare, locally known as the jackrabbit, has stories for us today. There are hares and there are rabbits, cousins of the grass and herbs. Before the cattle, it was they who, along with deer, sculpted the arid grasslands. Rabbits are born in burrows, blind and bald. Hares are born, eyes open, in a grass nest with hair. The hair is found throughout the northern hemisphere. The hair of ancient Egypt closely resembles the local jackrabbit. This hare swam from island to island during the Great Flood, ultimately arriving at the mound where a great pyramid would be built. Her hieroglyph contains water signs, indicating her prowess as a swimmer. The hare has talents waiting to be revealed. Attentive, observant, a good listener, one who is rarely cornered, and if there is no other option, someone's getting a thumping. Hare is a sacred mystical being. She defies hawks and eludes coyotes for the most part. She is discerning and displays a fearlessness. And finally, when her time to be eaten arrives, she becomes the howl of all the coyotes necessary to catch her. She is a worthy meal. In the way of the hare praising the four directions, Thank you, warm light, that in sleep, when the grass is moist and most tender. Thank you, summer winds, for bringing the fragrant ocean moisture.
Take you last light of day, cloak of darkness, so useful in the games of coyotes. Thank you, winter rain, for the empowering cold of tender bark. Hares call the circle of creation home. Each thing has its place, its time. The hare describes the circle of becoming. May we hear. So a reason, a main reason why I wanted to honor Rabbit is because um, in a lot of circles that I host, of course, there's a lot of uh, desire to connect with animal allies. And Rabbit always gets such a bad rap. <laughs> it's all about fear, like the medicine cards, different books that talk about Rabbit. They, they tend to talk about the fear and that that's their medicine. And I I have never really felt that. I think they have many amazing gifts. And then, I, I don't know what year it was, maybe 2009 or so, I had, I was drumming for a group of people in a, in a circle and rabbit came to me, this old rabbit with a little cane made of wood and and he was telling me about the power of rabbit. And he said that rabbit is very much like earth honoring or animist people, which is, and here's kind of how he said it, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, they can never kill all of us. We're prolific. So even though they, you know, hunters or monotheists or whoever uh, might want to kill a rabbit, they might kill one or another, but they'll never be able to kill all of them. And he said, so in this way, it's like you, all of you who honor the earth, they will never be able to take out, oh, that was the word he used, to, to take us out. They'll never be able to take out all of us. And Elizabeth actually made a beautiful drawing of this rabbit, which is in my computer somewhere. Um, and so I'm going to share my screen. I threw together a, uh, please, please uh, speak up if you can't see this when, if you're here live with me, but, um, I threw together cause I had made one years ago, but, uh, I couldn't find it just some different gatherings of information from different cultures about hare or rabbit. And by no means is this a complete list. It's just what just kind of a little representation. And don't worry, you don't have to read this. I will just uh, verbally share some bits and pieces of this. There's also a few images of rabbits and hares uh, in the document that I'm reading for those who are live here to be able to see. And this isn't something, you're not going to be tested on it. This isn't uh something for you to strongly like focus on. You could drift and start to turn inward 
to focus on messages from rabbit and hare and their powers, their their beauties of what they're they're known for and and then after I go through this uh, then a little bit after that then I will drum for you to see what rabbit energy might have in your world okay so Eoestre people say it in different ways the Celtic version of Ostara was a goddess associated with the moon and there's many many stories about rabbit being associated with the moon and the hare and the moon mythic stories of death redemption resurrection turning winter into spring eoestra was a shapeshifter taking on the shape of a hare at each full moon all hares were sacred to her and acted as her messengers caesar thought this was interesting caesar recorded that rabbits and hares were taboo foods to the Celtic people. In Ireland, it was said that eating a hare was like eating one's own grandmother, perhaps due to the sacred connection between hares and various goddesses, warrior queens, female fairies, but also due to the belief that old wise women could shapeshift into hares by moonlight. The Celts used rabbits and hares for divination and other practices by studying the patterns of their tracks, the rituals of their mating dances, and mystic signs within their entrails. It was believed that rabbits burrowed underground in order to better commune with the spirit world and that they could carry messages from the living to the dead and from humankind to the fairies. But as Christianity took hold across Europe, Hares and rabbits, so firmly associated with the goddess, came to be seen in less a less favorable light, viewed suspiciously as the familiars of witches or as witches themselves in animal form. Numerous folk tales tell of men led astray by hares who were really witches in disguise, or of old women revealed as witches when they are wounded in their animal shape. And the then there's a link of where I got this information. The reason I put this information from uh, Celtic Europe and, and that information about Christianity taking hold in Europe is because it is that action of Christianity taking hold across Europe, the pagan earth-honoring Europe, that uh, created the attitudes that we still have often around rabbit and hare. And so now there's an image of in a circle of three hairs. And if you'll notice that the ears of the hairs, they each have two ears, but it then becomes an optical illusion because one of their ears because becomes also the ear of the other rabbit. So there's really only three ears, but it looks like they're that each hair has two ears. And, and this is an interesting design. It shows up all over and for a very long time. So what it says here that this, that this image, the earliest known examples of it, can be found in Buddhist cave temples in China, um, 581 to 618 current era. From there, it spread all along the Silk Road, through the Middle East, through Hungary and Poland to Germany, Switzerland, the British Isles. So somehow this 
image of the three hairs it has become important in many cultures. In numerous traditions, hares and rabbits were archetypal symbols of women, femininity, female deities, and women hedgerow magic associated with the lunar cycle, fertility, longevity, and rebirth. Hare is the messenger of the great goddess moving by moonlight between the human world and the realm of the spirits. The association of rabbits, hares, and the moon can be found in numerous cultures the world over, ranging from Japan to Mexico, from Indonesia to the British Isles. Whereas in Western folklore, we refer to the man in the moon, the hare or rabbit in the moon is more familiar in other societies. In China, for example, the hare in the moon is depicted with the mortar and pestle, in which the hair mixes the elixir of immortality. He is the messenger of the female moon deity and the guardian of all wild animals. In Chinese folklore, female hairs conceive through the touch of the full moonlight without the need of impregnation by the male or by crossing water by moonlight, or licking moonlight from a male's hair's, male hare's fur. Figures of hares or white rabbits are commonly found at Chinese moon festivals, where they represent longevity, fertility, and the feminine power of yin. In Egyptian myth, hares were also closely associated with the cycles of the moon which was viewed as masculine when waning and f wa no masculine when waxing and feminine when waning hares were like likewise believed to be androgynous shipping sorry folks shifting back and forth between the genders not only in ancient europe but also in european folklore right up to the 18th century a hair-headed god and goddess can be seen on the Egyptian temple walls of Dendera, where the female is, to, is believed to be the goddess Unut, while the male is most likely a representation of Osiris. Among many Native American story traditions, trickster tales featuring Coyote or raven tend to be the best known to non-white, non-native audiences, but there are also a large number of tales that feature a trickster rabbit or hare, particularly among the Algonquin-speaking peoples of the central and eastern woodland tribes. So there's a name of a great hare, Nana Bozho, the great hare, is a powerful figure found in the tales of the Algonquin Fox, Menominee, Ottawa, Ojibwa, and Winnebago tribes, who's considered a cultural hero, creator of the earth, benefactor of humankind, the bringer of light and fire, and teacher of sacred rituals. In other tales, he's a clown, a thief, a lecher, or a cunning predator, an ambivalent, amoral figure dancing on the line between right and wrong. The Utes tell the story of the little rabbit 
who shares the sun and destroys the world, all of which must be created again. And the Omaha rabbit brings the sun down to earth while trying to catch his own shadow. The Cherokee, the Creek, the Biloxi, and other tribes tell humorous uh, stories of a mischievous rabbit who is cousin to Br'er Rabbit, outwitting foes and puncturing the pride of friends with his clownish antics. Hares and rabbits are both good and bad in trickster tales found all the way from Asia and Africa to North America. In India, Hare is a wily trickster whose cleverness and cunning is pitted against elephant and lion, while in Tibetan folktales, quick-thinking Hare outwits the ruses of predatory tiger. And then we could think about different American cultural tales of rabbit. Alice in Wonderland, Br'er Rabbit, Peter Rabbit, also um, <laughs> uh, many others. So these are just a few tales. T-A-I-L <laughs> as well as T-A-L-E. Another thing to to remember, be aware of, is that cultures all over the world, wherever there's rabbits, rabbit before before agriculture, before domestication, before keeping chickens or pigs or any of that, rabbit was one that is is a, a f- food source that one can catch like one person right can find ways with traps and all kinds of things to be able to eat and have meat so uh so it has they've been important to humans for uh thousands and thousands of years before any aspect of of keeping animals so when when all of us were hunting then uh, it would be a form of trapping, kind of like fish, right? With fish, you could trap fish, you could trap rabbits, and uh, and then also the fur um, becomes warmth. And so it's quite a, so as humans, no matter where our ancestors are from, that we have a long connection with rabbit energy, hair energy, rabbit energy, and so I'm going to to drum for you. And this is an opportunity for you to ask for input, ask for feedback, ask for um, messages or visions, what, however they might come to you, messages from the rabbit people. Because they're a vast tribe, right? And, and uh, there's a lot. Uh, so, the, so many individuals, and yet there's a collective rabbit consciousness as well right so so maybe who might come to you might feel like one rabbit but it might also be like i like to talk about the great rabbit that there's the great rabbit and then like raindrops all of the individual rabbits come to earth right and then they they get eaten or they die and then they go back to the great rabbit and then they rain down and it's this continuous cycle so 
So the drum, again, however it might come through for you, take care of yourself with the volume or adjusting it. Uh, if if you don't have ear earbuds or headphones, maybe, you know, have it in a range where you can, can hear it well or not at all. The other option is that you can just sit in silence and listen within for what rabbit might want to bring to you. And there might also be something that it's being asked for you to offer to rabbit. Okay, so put yourself in a comfortable position so you can relax and just kind of chill out for a bit and then be able to close your eyes, have a soft gaze, to be able to begin to turn your attention inward, to listen to the messages of the rabbit and hare people.
So to close, I would like to offer um, prayers for rabbit which is prayers for ourselves, right? May they be prolific. May they continue to be aware and uh, to be soft and adorable. <laughs> Even the hares that aren't so adorable, but they are powerful beings. And I also think that there's a message in about rabbit, especially about being underestimated or discounted right? That, that often they are, oh, it's just a rabbit, you know? Um, and so for any places within us that feel discounted or underestimated, may we remember rabbit, especially rabbit energy and maybe a little hair energy, you know, hairs can, hairs are pretty fierce actually, um, that, uh, it may not be what it seems and that there's more to us in those places where we might feel that way. Uh, and there's a lot of wisdom there. And one message that came through here in the circle was about feeling safe and, and experiencing calm. And another message was about knowing when to act and then committing to the action and not doubting it. And so these are uh, important and helpful messages for this next season. Um, for us so we we just passed spring equinox we're in here in the northern hemisphere we're moving towards summer solstice and there will be a lot of need for these messages and wisdom in the next season um because of covid19 and and isolation and and how it all happens and there might be some kind of perceived wisdom that is being told to us. Oh yeah, it's all fine. Come out of your warrens, you know, come out of your nest and come. It's all fine. The danger is past. And our rabbit wisdom might say, Hmm, I think I'm going to keep being careful. So, um, so may we, may we listen and not discount rabbit. So thank you all for showing up and Sophias tell him um thanks for showing up and uh have a blessed day everyone. Enjoy the the beauty of this day and all the flowers of this season. And uh I appreciate you and I look forward to journeying with you again. And uh happy uh Oestra goddess day and all the other names that she goes by the spring fertility goddess and fertility of many things right not just babies but but creativity and um beauty so may we have an abundance of that thank you all for for joining me and uh, i look forward to being with you again Thank you so much for joining me for this segment about the blessings and powers of rabbit and hare. I offer many online circles these days, and you can find out all the details of how to join in at the weboflifeanimus.com event calendar. And under offerings are many pre-recorded audio journeys, meditations, courses, workshops, as well as the trainings that I offer year-round are all listed there. 
please be safe and take care of yourself. You are important to the web of life.